Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight. We pray for one thing, that we will know you and the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of your suffering be made conformable unto your death. We pray that this year we will live the New Testament life of knowing God. Nobody will know God for us, but we are with open faces beholding us in the glass the glory of God. We will know him as he is. We thank you. Teach us Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. We are still on our subject of knowing God. The power of God. The whole subject of knowing God is the privilege of the New Testament life. It is the cure to deception. Because when you think you don't know something, somebody can outwit you. It is the conquest over falsehood that abounds in these last days. Whether it is false doctrine or false prophets or false brethren. Your knowledge of God is your advantage over falsehood. And so, as God is giving us this opportunity in the New Testament, let's make sure that we are taking advantage of it. It is the heart of faith. To know God is the heart of faith. The people that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. It puts you right in the center of faith. You know who God is. For without faith it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that faith begins from the point of knowing him and increases with your knowledge of knowing him. So it's a very important subject that we have to pay attention to. In fact, our usefulness depends on knowing him. Our usefulness. The extent to which God is going to use you is a function of your knowledge of God. David knew God and he saved his nation when Saul couldn't. Moses knew God. He came to Egypt with the name of God. I am that I am. You see, a lot of us are just echoes of people's experiences of God, even today. A lot of church members hide behind the God. So the, the popular phrase, the God of so and so, which I want us to move away from those kind of things 
and get to know God for ourselves because that God is also your God. Even Jesus told us when you pray, say, Our Father. Our Father. And a lot of us are bequeathing spiritual uh, privileges, opportunities, and power to people when we ourselves could have been the one in the driver's seat experiencing the power of God. And so take this subject very seriously. As God has brought us into a conquering space, this is one key subject that is going to make a difference. Because you know God. You do exploits. You are not overcome by evil and by falsehood and by error. Because you know God. Faithfulness is fed by the knowledge of God. Your faithfulness. That you are able to stand and say, this is the right thing. The Philadelphia spirit of a church, it hinges on a people who know God. So they don't concede, they don't make concession for the enemy. Knowing God, the power of God. We've spoken about the personality of God. We've spoken about the pursuit of God and now we are talking about the power of God. Not so that we will just pile up knowledge in our heads, but that we will live in these things. Where we have to do something, we will do it because it is the doer of the word that shall be blessed. And I still contend that the hearing of the word of God has no substitute for your strength as a believer. Yes, we have to pray, but hearing God's word is the ultimate. Daniel said, when he has spoken unto me, I will strengthen. But tonight, we are coming to a practical session of knowing God, the power of God. And that is experiencing the power of God, that you can experience God's power. We experience electricity. We experience the eff effects of electric power. It ions our dresses and things like that. Can we experience the power of God? Yes, we can. Ephesians chapter 6, the verse number 10. It is a call to experience God's power. Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the law and in the power of his might. What he's saying is that put in your plug. Let's experience God's power. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Philippians 3.10 The Apostle Paul himself, he said that I may know him I dare say that is the secret of Paul's apostleship. To be an apostle and not to know, not, not to know God, it, it, it is not an apostle. He said that I may know him. You remember Peter and John, they said, silver and gold have a number, such as I have, give I thee. In this year, may you know you have something. 
and most importantly may you know that you know god that i may know him and the power the power of his resurrection because that is the ultimate of god's power the power of the holy spirit you see everything that began from the old testament we see god's power in genesis chapter one but everything is seen clearly and is seen in its completion in the new testament old testament saints did not have any idea about power of his resurrection so the finality of god's power which we shall experience even when christ shall come and we shall be raised from our graves that is dead saints and then those of us who are alive will be caught up together our bodies will be changed what the power is going to act on us is the resurrection power but in the meantime we can experience it we can taste of the power of that world to come that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death experiencing the power of god now the experience of the power of god is still in the light of our redemption i want you to take note of that because that was the message the lord gave us last week is in the light of our redemption the power of god unto salvation the power of god for our security the power of god for our steadfastness until our race here is over so experiencing god's power does not take us out of that we are still in the direction of our redemption very very important you see if you understand this you will even appreciate your salvation because sometimes you think that god's power is being invested in something else you know there are some people i don't want to make light of your troubles but they think that god's power is major on their physical needs more than their redemption it's a wrong christian conception god's power is not is is not is is, is not there to satisfy our needs it is more in god is concerned in saving us keeping us and bringing us faultless to stand before his presence that is the the the, the consistent path of god's power it doesn't mean he will not meet our needs what is the purpose of soap if you see somebody begin to apply soap in the sand sand or in sawdust or on the wall you know that that is immediately a misapplication or misappropriation of soap and god's power can be like that so even when we face the world in terms of mission what what christian we are in relation to the world we don't think of that that god's power will save anybody in our minds oh god's power should you know so somebody shows up god's power should give people money that is wrong and you should be confident about these things i'm not the only one with the bible all of you you have 
understand the axis of God's power, the diameters, the operation of God's power, and cherish your own salvation for that matter. Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 4. So that we will know that the experience of the power of God is still in the direction of our redemption. And how that should comfort us. Listen, when you don't have something, God's power is still saving you and keeping you. That's it. Don't fall into a hole. I don't have this. God's power is saving you. At the end of the day, all these things will not matter. People came to Jesus and asked him, who shall be my wife in the resurrection? He said, nobody will be, because in the resurrection, we don't matter. But here, people are, they are demanding. They think that is all the power of God is for. Yesterday was 14th February. You should see all churches. You see? We are becoming less and less spiritual. You think that is the area of God's God, the investment of God's power? God is more interested in the redemption of his people than just things like that. Second Timothy 4:17. Notwithstanding, this is an apostle talking. Notwithstanding, because he has not forgotten his salvation, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the gentiles might hear and i was delivered out of the mouth of a lion but preaching is not the end of my life you see that we are going somewhere you arranged if you were part of those who arranged the chairs here you swept here you didn't arrange it and you and went home you know that i am here for service so beyond our preaching is heaven Beyond our preaching is salvation. And so he said in verse 18, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work. This time not for another preaching session. And will preserve me unto what? His heavenly kingdom. Not the next trip. Preaching will end. Mission will end. Singing will end. Everything we are doing will end. What is going to continue with us is our salvation. And the Lord's power preserves us unto that. To whom be glory forever and ever. And the church said amen. amen. May we understand that God's power is exactly for that remember that it is the light in the light of his redemption that god exerts power he exerts power there his power is strongest there today i had a testimony of a of a young girl she has drunk almost every hard drug but thank God. He said, I try to stop it. I'm not able to stop it. But the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Just last year, in the nick of time, space of time, she was delivered. 
that is that is that is what matters to god when we have a canal church and some of you like that testifies the attitude is and so what we celebrate people who say god has given me this and giving me that whereas god's power is for redemption so there is a sense in which we even experience god's power like i read to you here in service like the apostle paul mentioned but ultimately 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 it is for our redemption including paul himself what is the use of being an apostle you never get to heaven god is not just interested in how many times you preached here how many times you did this and you did that you must you must end up where god wants you to, where, where he wants you to end up and so we may experience if we do experience his power in service. so tonight my message is not about power for service it is part of it but it is ultimately for our redemption or else your ministry is even useless you become a castaway but may the power of god help you never to be a castaway so we may experience his power in service but ultimately it is for our redemption it is for our redemption look at revelation chapter 7 revelation 7 verse 9 revelation 7 9 after this i beheld this is where people you know some people say only 144,000 people are going to heaven tell them you are part of that and immediately that number increased you are part of that i said you are what you are part of that after this i beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds our conquering space is going to make way for these souls no man could number of all nations and kindreds listen the sovereignty of god is involved in the salvation of men don't give up because you spoke to one two three people and they did not they, they, they did not bosh they did not surrender their life to christ god i dare tell you right now that god knows those who will be saved that is why we are reading this god's sovereignty is involved in our efforts in our labors we, it's, it's not just about us never never cool down because god's sovereignty is also at work or else this will not have happened so which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands may you be among that number and they cried or they shouted with a loud voice saying salvation let's all read it ready go one more time now 
all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped god saying together with those voices of the multitude amen blessing let's all read it saying amen with strength ready go saying verse 12 verse 12 saying amen blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and what power and might be unto our god forever and ever amen, amen. if ever you get to heaven never say i made it say he brought me here by his power hallelujah i don't know about other passengers but before i used to drive personally on long journeys to places anytime i get down i thank the driver when i'm getting down i said thank you thank you. because some of us we slept whilst he was driving so a lot of things were going on and thank god that man held the steer by the grace of God and got us to where we got to. When we get to heaven, we realize that it was Jesus who by his power, he brought us safely there. So both the saints, we are the saints, and the servants of God must be brought safely to his everlasting kingdom before his presence. And that is what his power does. John 17, 15. The saints and his servants, apostles and converts, we are all brought safely, 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 say safely, to his everlasting kingdom before his presence. And Jesus himself prayed about that. John 17, 15. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that's why you are still here. After you gave your life to Christ. Because Jesus has prayed that you will be here. And as long as he wants you here, nobody can take one second out of your life. But that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. That is redemption. You keep them from the evil. In fact, the literal translation means from the evil one. Because behind evil is the evil one. Romans chapter 16 verse 25 Romans 16 25 Romans 16 25 now to him that is of power Paul has finished preaching he is not saying that I'm staying behind to make sure that everybody has got his life straight no now to him that is of power it's about time for us to recognize God's power and commend people to God's power that god can keep them if your child goes to school what will you do you have to understand these things and trust in the power of god to keep them if you go for witnessing and then you leave the people there what next you must be trusting in the power of god to keep them literally do so i should be able to trust in god's power on your behalf to keep you and to keep me now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel 
and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. The point is here is that God has power to establish you and to keep you. That is the direction of the power. The direction of the power. And of course, Jude 1, 24-25. Now unto him. It will always be unto him, not unto us. Amen? And right now, recognize that power. Unto him. We have this treasure in earthen vessel that the excellence of the power might be unto us. No, but unto who? Unto him. Now unto him. Now unto him. When you feel weak, when you feel weary, whatever you feel, there is somebody whose power is beyond that experience. Now unto him, but is able to keep you from falling. I wonder when we sing our normal songs, you know, these days, God is able to do, God is able to do. Do we factor this in? Is it part of our understanding? Now unto him, but is able to keep you from falling. Not to, not, not to give you something. He will meet your needs. Understand, don't be too petty. Don't dilute the faith. Keep it as it is. God wants to keep you. That is why he sent Jesus to come and die. It's not just so that you can have something to wear and something to eat. There are Christians who are dying for having nothing to eat and nothing to put on. But he is keeping them. When their enemies were keeping food away from them, God was keeping them for heaven. God was keeping them for salvation. When you don't have food to eat, God is still keeping you. Understand that. And you don't doubt God. When your expectations have not come yet, there is still God. God has what, what, what he is keeping you for. He's keeping you from what? From falling. And to present you faultless. You may be coatless. But with this power, he will present you faultless. You may be shirtless, but with this power, he will present you faultless. Christians, be confident in the salvation of our God. Don't feel little because you don't have something. Don't reduce the church to a marketplace. People have no more testimonies. Because God has not given them something they think that they need. If somebody stands up here and says, God kept me this week, how many of us will clap and give God the standing ovation? But that is apostolic testimony. That God kept you. I said that he kept you. That he kept you. That is Christianity. When we all show up before God and you are not there, you have all men most miserable. You were sealed, but you did not show up before him. You had a car, but you were not in his presence. You had a roof on top of your head. Therefore, I contend, Christian power is for our redemption. That's what God is, keep, is, is keeping you with and for. He is able to keep you from falling. It is uniform. Jesus prayed it. The apostles said it. And his power is keeping us. And to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God. 
God is wise to make sure that his power is doing just that. He's wise. So if we move away from this, 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 that means we have become fools. To the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. At the end of the day, it's not what we did that matters, but what he has done. Salvation will always be of the Lord and by his power. Salvation will always be what? Some of you are busy saving yourself. Listen, salvation will always be of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Don't wake up and I'm going to show you how to experience it. God saves you literally. Literally. He saves you literally. Salvation is of the Lord. God saves you literally. I don't care your experience. He saves you literally. He's the one who told Peter, walk on the water. He saved him literally. Until he became shaky in his mind. Now, just as we are instructed from the personality of God to be holy, which I know you understand by now, we are privileged to also experience his power so we are instructed from the personality of god to be holy be holy for i am holy but we are privileged to also experience his power listen what this message is doing is that it is showing us some attributes of god we can exhaust all so from the attributes of god one of which is his holiness and one of which it is, is his power from that attributes of god come our character and our charter i'll explain to you the christian is holy because god is holy the sinner is evil because his father the devil is evil it is the character of god coming from his attributes his attributes gives our character and then he gives us our charter when i say charter it means grant and one of the grant is power power is no character power is grant amen you don't say you know i i am power or i'm powerful no it's not a character it's a grant so character and grant they all issue from the attributes of god we become something and we have something because of who god is and god has listen we become something no devil can stop you from becoming who you are supposed to become when your father is like that your child biologically speaking has your looks and nobody you, you no, the nurse can say no why are you looking like your mother it 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 it's it just like that and as it is natural, so it is supernatural. God is giving us supernatural lessons today. Amen. Genesis 32, verse 28. I'm showing us places where God has given us grant of power. Cases in the, in the scriptures. Where people were privileged and we are privileged to experience his power because from the attributes of god comes our character 
and our charter. Amen. Genesis 32, verse 28. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. This year, somebody is walking with a different name. And I hear that name, it is the name of a conqueror. But Israel, for as a prince, has thou power with God and with man. And you are in the conquering space. You have prevailed. So, Israel or Jacob was privileged to experience God's power. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 29. This is a familiar scripture, but let's read it. Isaiah 40, 29. He giveth power to the faint, because he himself has power. He grants power. We are privileged to experience his power. Just as we are instructed from the personality of God, God is holy, be holy, we are also privileged to experience his power. And this is a, this is a, a charter of privilege. He giveth power to the faint. This year, God is giving you power. From month to month, power. Amen? And to them that have no mind, he increases strength. Your strength will be increasing. Luke 24, 49. Luke 24, verse 49. We are privileged to experience his power. We are privileged. We are privileged. We are privileged. Luke 24, 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Tonight it is upon you. You see, it is in a continuous tense. The word send. That is what it means. It, it, is, it is always. So when you see the book of Acts, the first time the Holy Spirit came was not the last time. They kept on being filled with the Holy Spirit. I am sending. So it is both in his first coming and his continual coming in our lives or experience of the Holy Spirit in our lives. I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4, the verse number 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Even the weakest saint has it. Look up here nobody is powerful than you and i'm going to show you in this message nobody see this is where we we we, we are making demigods gods out of men we are worshiping people nobody is and even being deceived and being abused we have this treasure in earthen vessels we have do you have Christ? Do you have grace? Do you have this treasure? That amen can be better. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. 
Amen is affirmation. So that's what you were doing. We have. Say, I have. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. That's power. Look up here. Never expect to be trouble free. It's not Christianity. God promises you conquering space, but not trouble free space. What is the what is the meaning of a conqueror space without troubles? Go and read Romans chapter 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Preachers of another gospel will not read this. Persecuted, but not forsaken. You see, recently I was, I, I was, I was looking into the church. I said, who is even being persecuted? Is our faith so challenging enough? That's so listen when people get saved and they are being persecuted, let them be persecuted. It is in the Bible. Can I have a good amen? amen. Let them be. If we can help them, we help them. If that young girl has to go through hunger because he has to move away from his boyfriend, let her be hungry. We can help her, but let her understand that her savior is not money, her savior is the Lord. Let them get it. We must through my tribulation enter the kingdom of God. Face the Bible and face Christianity. Persecuted but not forsaken. I was listening to a man today. For 14 good years, he was in prison. 30 feet below the earth. That's where they kept him. You, he never saw the skies. He never saw anybody. Only the wall of the prison and his uniform. Green wall, green uniform. For 14 years. And the wife too was in another place for 14 years. Separated. And yet they were happy. And he was saying, God gave us instruments to praise him in the prison. Because there were several Christians who were there. What were the, what were the, the, the instruments? The chains. They put chains on their legs. That was weighing, it could weigh 50 tons of chains. And they were clapping it. When I listened to it, I said, my God. Why do some people make it look ridiculous? I mean, it... it, it makes it look like you are the only uh, 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 real christian when none of these things is happening to you that is ridiculous it is only the the the, the, the neat nice respectable person this is what your brethren are going through and he said for 14 years even though he was a pastor he forgot the lord's prayer you will forget so sometimes when he's praying he say our father he said you know the rest our father they saw miracles they saw transfigurations of faces witnessing with that bible they could tell people that jesus is alive one of them said he's alive he said, how do you know he's alive how, how, how i mean how jesus is dead no he said no he's alive he said, oh, Jesus smiles every day to me. He said, how does Jesus smile? Immediately there was a transfiguration of his face and it convicted the, the unbeliever and he said, Jesus is Lord. So 
so persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed conqueror space there is no distraction in the conqueror space always bearing about in the body the dying of the lord jesus that the life also of jesus might be made manifest in our body amen that is power that is power working ephesians chapter 1 18 ephesians 1 18 the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. now that you may know what is the hope of his calling that you may know what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. that you may know the know applies to all you may know 19 what is the exceeding greatness of his power so we are privileged to experience his power we are instructed from the personality of god to be holy we are privileged to experience his power because it's also the god of power chapter 3 verse 20 you can't deny that we are privileged to experience his power chapter 3 verse 20 now unto him now unto him that is able just like jude able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us it is in all of us hallelujah it's in all of us it's in all of us chapter 6 verse 10 finally my brethren why not if i've read ephesians 1 18 19 ephesians 3 20 you must hear something instill in relation to his power finally my brethren be strong in the law and in the power of his mind philippians 3 10 philippians chapter 3 the verse number 10 that i may know him and the power of his resurrection we are privileged to experience his power colossians chapter 1 verse 11 colossians 1 11 colossians 1 11 faith comes by hearing so we are hearing directly from the word of god strengthen with all might strengthen with all might strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience the word patience there's perseverance and long suffering with joyfulness amen the power of God is the fool to go through troubles and pain and perplexities. Verse 29. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working. The, work, the word working is energy, power, which works in me mightily. Full-blown power working in me. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11. Second Thessalonians 1, 11 wherefore also we pray always for you that our god will count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power amen and i pray for you that our god my god and your god will count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power the signature under your salvation is God's power and it will see you through 
I shall be able to see you through. The devil can release latest edition of temptations. God's power will grant you escapes. The devil can intensify the heat of persecution. God's power will sustain you. His power will. His power can. And his power must. Hallelujah. Now, all that God is, listen, he is for us. I'm saying this because the subject is experiencing the power of God. All that God is, he is for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. You have to understand your relation to God when it comes to our redemption. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Some of us, this is how we read it. If God is against us, who can be for us? But what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can what? Be against us. And the answer is nobody. So, all but God is he is for us. That he is holy. You should know that. That he is love. That he is faithful. That he is good. God is good. That he is powerful. All that is for us. All that is for who? In the nature of God, as far as our redemption is concerned, as far as our redemption is concerned, he is for us. So God has saved you. Here you are. Understand that he is for you. He is for you. God is never for a moment against us. Listen, assurance of salvation is not a one-time ticket God gave you. And then he has forgotten about you. Moment by moment, he is for you. Isaiah chapter 53. Because, oh, when I got saved, I was very, very sure. But this time, I'm not, I'm not really sure. That's why you don't even see me in church these days. Because I'm not me, I'm not sure of myself. God is for you. Isaiah 53, from verse 1. Who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He is for you. To whom? Even while we were yet sinners, he revealed himself. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. That is incarnation. God became flesh. He has no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. That's crucifixion. God became flesh and then he was crucified. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as we and, and, and we hid as it were our faces from him, he was despised and we esteem him not. Still about his crucifixion. In graphic terms, as the prophet saw it. Jesus suffered, but he did not suffer for himself, he suffered for you. Verse 4 substitution. Surely he has borne our griefs. He has borne our griefs. He did not come from heaven with any grief. 
when he came the angel said joy to the world it was our grief that made him to this grief and he carried our souls substitution incarnation crucifixion substitution for us yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of god and afflicted professors don't know this scientists don't know this techniques they don't know this but prophets have seen it and they have shown it unto babes and sucklings like us blessed are your ears for hearing this good news hallelujah listen you will not know how good news this good news is you will need to know how good it is until the whole world come to an end and we are on that side with him then you know it was a good one i never traveled outside ghana but it is it was a good one i never had the job of my choice job of your choice you had it but you were on the on the bad side the rich man lifted up his eyes in hell sister hell is real hell is real hell is real it is and so is heaven i'm saying you don't know good news yet until everything is over wait until the king shall come and we shall appear with him in glory then you will thank god for the gospel more than you ever did but i pray for you that even before that time right now you will celebrate the gospel i said you will celebrate the gospel hallelujah don't forget how good it is when you don't have food to eat celebrate sing when your trials are greatest trust in the lord and take heart confound unbelievers when you are hungry you are singing when you are down you are jumping when you are cast out from your house you are still singing his praises because he is for you not against you once we are expecting things to come and they have not come yet you said i've set the lord before me he is always before me my heart is fixed oh god my heart is fixed that is christianity it is good i say it is good it is good it is certainly don't forget about the good news because of something ephemeral right ephemeral be eternally consumed eternity minded trade it in eternal things here download the joy of heaven down on earth in the midst of perplexities and complexities of life oh yes be like paul and silas and sing and let the prison walls hear you whether they quick or not keep on singing now look at it substitution say after me substitution he was wounded for our transgression wounded for me hallelujah christianity is wounded for me and sometimes because we love him we also wounded for him christianity is slain for us and because we love him sometimes slain for him it is in the book of revelation they love not their lives unto them slain for me slain for him anything he did for you may you have the love and the courage to do the same for him 
He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace, our peace, substitution was upon him. And with the stripes, we are healed. John chapter 8 verse 4. Oh, I'm reading this to let you know that God is for you, for you, for us, as far as our redemption is concerned. John the 8th chapter, the verse number 4. They say unto him, Master, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now listen, this lady was not a Christian yet. You should, listen, you should be ahead in confidence of this woman. This is an adulterer. You are a saint. If you stand in a court with the thief and you are not the thief, you should be more confident than the thief. That's what we are talking about. They say unto him, Master, this woman was taking adultery in the very act. Verse 5. Now Moses in the law commanded us that sex should be stoned. But what do you say? You want to hear what I have to say? Verse 10. When Jesus had lifted up himself he is for us and saw none but the woman he said unto him woman where are those thine accusers in other words woman i am for you has no man condemned thee she said no man law and jesus said unto her neither do i condemn thee go and sin no more hallelujah but it's empowerment for dominion over sin it is not go and sin no more neither do i condemn you no it is justification before sanctification it is not your sanctification listen that gives you justification it's not when you have done good and well then god now accepts you he accepts you and endorses you so that now you can do well when you are not working we say child we don't walk this way this is how to walk Justification. You see, all these things we don't hear in church. Justification, sanctification. Now, why we hear different words? In the New Testament, the word enemy was not popular than justification. But today, enemy and other things, ancestral this, ancestral that, altar versus altar. At this time, Read your Bible from Matthew to Revelation. Listen. Hear me. I know God. I sleep in his bosom. I feel his love for you. Listen to truth. Listen to truth. Don't listen to it. Don't let some false prophet put fear in you. Even true prophets, Agabus prophesied. Paul said, You are not changing me, you can't change me. I am bound for Jerusalem. You want to be that kind of a Christian? Hear the word of God. Stand in the word of God. Live by the word of God. Walk by the word of God. Eat the word of God. This is freedom. If you are in this church, you are in the house of freedom. If you are listening to me, you are free and free indeed. That is it. Nothing more. Grace and nothing more. Grace and nothing more. Grace and nothing more. But pastor, I don't have something to eat. Forget about it. Your soul is more expensive than a meal of food. If you have saved your soul, you will save your stomach from hunger. He will save you. 
He will save you. He will save you. He will save you. I want to calm down people here. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know what the trial and the turbulence is. You are worried about who to marry. You are worried about, 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 about whether you're going to have a child. You are worried about education. You are worried about what the next, what the next meal. Listen, for your problems, right? God has a thousand and one solutions. Calm down. Be careful for nothing. It is written. Be careful for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding, that is Christianity. Before the answer shows up, you are at peace. You are not agitated. You are not anxious. You are not nervous. You are calm like the ocean in the dawn so come until the ship comes to the harbor and deliver the goods may you be that calm in jesus name don't look anywhere else a man by bobby and nanny gospel no more and kobong paye be say yen yemi film the perfume it is too late what you want to do and put you pray like a new testament saint blessed be God and the father of our Lord Jesus that is the voice of the new creation Ephesians 1 day who has been who, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings and then you come to Peter's epistle that's how they pray why are you praying the way you are praying blessed be God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ who have begotten us to a lively hope a living hope a vital hope and that's why a kick and a hope and go bomb and my wife will say you are a victim you are you, you are you, 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 you are in bondage don't do that take words from the mouth of jesus and from the mouth of his holy apostles and pray like that if god says we're a conqueror you are i said if god says we're a conqueror you are hallelujah Paul is not under a curse and you are not under a curse. Silas is not under generational curse. You are not under generational curse. Titus is not under ancestral curse and you are not under ancestral curse. Even the people who brought their curious arts and magic and they were burned in the days of the apostles, they needed no deliverance. They were saved. They brought their magical ass. They were burned. They entered water. They were baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost, became disciples, and they were moving on. That is it. Why? Because if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That is Christianity. Enjoy your freedom. Therefore, he says, stand fast in the liberty where we Christ has set you free. Christus, the anointed, the anointed and his anointed has set you free. As I look through the eyes of the Holy Ghost, I don't see anybody bound in this place. If you believe in Jesus like I do, for he said, this is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. Little children, you have overcome them. I am sounding the gospel in his power and in his glory. I am sounding the gospel yes, to your ears. Hear the good news and hear it well. Hear the good news and hear it stronger. He 
he whom the sun sets free, the sun, the sun, the sun, the son of God, he whom he set free is free indeed. You are not in bondage, you are not under a curse, you are not a victim. Live your life, you are free according to the charter of God. You are free, enjoy your freedom, experience his power, live life to the glory of God. Live life, live life, live life, live life, live life, live life. Why not? Because he said, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But we have left that soon. He came that we may have life. We may have life. Forget about Greek or Hebrew. Life is life that you can breathe, that you can fulfill purpose, that you can live destiny. That is life that you will live abundantly. That is what Jesus brought you. I want you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Embrace the liberty of the gospel. Embrace the freedom of the Christ. Embrace the power of the cross. Embrace it. And pray like a king. This year you will pray like a king. You will pray like a conqueror. We have not found out yet what it means to be a conqueror. I tell you, we have not found out yet. It's so deep, so wide, so high, so glorious. There are not enough testimonies to fill the space of conqueror. Not enough. But that's why he said we are more than conquerors. Enjoy life. Live life. I'm repeating it. Life. 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 He has abolished death and brought life to light. Life and life. Immortality to life. He has abolished it. What is death? It's not just when your breath ceases, but death is weakness. Death is the manifestation of confusion. Death is doubt. It's darkness. Death is the of depression and oppression but when life comes it blasts those death death elements away and you need life you need life i am the resurrection and the life any preacher who is not preaching like a priest you have no business listening to him i don't care whether he's leading you to pray he is teaching you he's hoping the program Leave him alone. He is sent to put you into bondage. The ministers of Christ, they have credence of freedom. They are ambassadors of freedom. We experience God's power in a real supernatural sense. In real life. In real time. God's power is experienced in a real supernatural sense. In real life and in real time. What do you mean? That power makes a difference in your life like it made in the difference of Jacob's life. It made a difference in Jacob's life. Because without it, he wouldn't have become Israel. It was a real, the man experienced real power. It, it made the difference. Jacob was changed overnight from Jacob to Israel. 
real supernatural sense it happened to him he even had a dislocation for it because he was struggling with god in real life it was history to the extent that israel will not eat that side of an animal because their 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 their, 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 their father suffered that way real life in real time jacob was left alone we experience god's power that way i'm not just giving lectures it is awesome wonder working power in a supernatural sense supernatural real supernatural in real life your real life this is your life that you are living today this tomorrow that god wants to you to experience his power day this real life think about real real your marriage your children your business real life it was in real life jesus said i give unto you on serpents and scorpions real life it is in real life he said if you shall eat any deadly thing it shall not it shall not hurt you drink any deadly thing it don't hurt you real life and that power is responsible for the constant increase in strength and, re and records of conquest in the saint's life it is responsible for the constant increase in strength the increase of god is the increase of strength your knowledge of god is the increases strength increases and records of conquest records records of conquest in the saint's life so how i want to show you how number one is faith in his divine power have faith the new testament where we know god everyone of us can know god is a testament of faith second peter chapter 1 verse 3 second peter 1 3 according as his divine power did you hear that believe in his divine power faith in his divine that's number one faith faith listen the issue with many believers and that is insufficient they have faith in faith you bring your own faith say, i believe i believe that is too weak have faith in this in his divine power take faith and take a long jump into his divine power believe god has power read genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and know that he has power he created the world read the history books of the bible and see how through his judges and through his kings he conquered the enemies of his people and know that god has power read the psalms and see the songs that celebrate god's power like psalm 48 and know that our god has power come to the prophets and see how they prophesy about the conquest of our god like daniel he saw this image and then the image fell down a strong stone came and broke it down 
because power belongs to our God those kingdoms will not thrive it is the kingdom of our God that will thrive that it might be fulfilled in the book of Revelation the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of this world the kingdom you, you your knees are shaking but what you don't know is that the kingdoms of this world your mind is doubting but what little you you don't know that the kingdoms of this world and of our God the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ and he shall reign forever no prophet prophesied doom and gloom concerning God and his people it is all glory it should teach you and give you a deep insight into how powerful God is. That he had declared the end from the beginning. Come to the gospels and see power making a virgin to conceive our God. And see this, this, this son grow and begin to heal the sick and cast out devils and raise the dead. How God anointed Jesus Christ, God in flesh with the Holy Ghost and power and be certain and settled that God has power. Power is not in somebody's church. Power is not in an all night somewhere. Power is not in 48, I mean uh, 28 days fasting, 40 days fasting. Power belongs to our God. Come to the book of us and see power upon persons and ignorant men, unlearned men, and how they heal the sick, and how they cast out devils, and how they turn the world upside down, and be certain that power belongs to our God. Read the epistles and see holiness of life in a crooked and perverse generation that we can be holy we are christians we shine as light in a crooked and perverse generation and be certain and settled that we are power read efficiency the exceeding greatness of his power and be convinced read that now unto him but is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power and be assured and when you finish come to the book of hebrews that is also part of the epistle come 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 read about his power yes thou art my son this day have i begotten thee come to come to chapter 11 the heroes of faith and see power dynamics how women receive their dead raised to life some refuse deliverance because they believe in the power of the resurrection what more shall i say come to the book of revelation where god himself appears and now he takes the devil and put him in a bottomless pit and he casts death and hell and the devil and the antichrist and the and, and the beast and the false prophet he casts all of them into the lake of fire power belongs to our god it does i look into the bible i don't see government I look in the Bible, I don't see principal. I, I look in the Bible, I don't see judges and magistrates. What I see is God striding in power from place to place. Therefore, have faith in his divine power. Number two, fellowship for his divine power. Fellowship is a verb. Fellowship for his divine power. Philippians 3.10 But I may know him and the power of the Fellowship. Don't stay away from the power source. Fellowship with him. Be a Bible mooking kind. Swing a mere sem bumpa mimpa mint me mumpa and che and yeshe 
just pray. I was listening to a, a, a very great pastor who impacted my life. You would think that he does quiet time for three hours. Disabuse your mind of those religious things. Obed can buy Wabon Pai B 15 minutes now with my Ayane. Can you say amen? He said when he wakes up, oh, he just repair his coffee and get his Bible. Go and sit in a cart somewhere and just, and just enjoy, just read about 15 minutes. That is all. 15 minutes he pray and then he just go. He said, I have boot sessions boot, where I take my Greek and my, my Greek lexicon, Hebrew lexicon. I, I look for history, this one. But in the morning, I don't have time for that. And you should see power. That's all. Power is not at the press of religious mechanics. Certain way of standing, certain way of speaking, certain kind of invented, invented tongues. Fellowship for a dynamic power. And on this note, I want to repeat. My children, I love you. Stay in fellowship like this one. I'm happy the way you have come. Come to church. I'm pleading with you. I'm on my knees. For your own sake. 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 That you stand fast in the Lord. You are doing well. It's part of fellowship. Can't you see how you are edified tonight? Can't you see how your spirit man is energized? Fellowship for divine power. Listen. Stay home. Stay safe. Is the world's message when they cannot even protect you. For us, we stay in fellowship to stay safe. Get out of your house. I don't know what will come next into this world because it's not over. The drills and the trails will still come in this crazy world. But make up your mind. When we say meet online, meet there. If it was lectures you attend, why can't you and you the cell leaders gather the people on air and pray? Let there be fellowship. Stop gossiping and fellowship. Stop talking and fellowship. Stop useless chatting and fellowship. You need power. And you fellowship for that power. Number three, fight with his delicate power. Listen. Fellowship for divine power, right? It's New Testament. It's a testament of fellowship, not wrestling, not strike. You see, Joseph wrestled for power. We don't wrestle like that. Right? Prayer can get strenuous. That's, that's okay. It can get tasking. That's alright. But don't have a mind that any time God must release a drop of power, you have to wrestle. No. It is in fellowship. It is in what? That's all. So, appreciate fellowship in the New Testament. That is what is happening now. No wrestling. I wrestle, I wrestle with principalities and powers. We are going to wrestle. We, we won't wrestle. We will fellowship. Amen. Amen. Now that's where people think there's, you know, powers. Everybody clap your hands. Power, 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 power. No. Fight with his delegated power. 
We don't wrestle in the New Testament in the sense of what Jacob did. But we war. It's all over. Ephesians 6.10 We war. Use the power. Use it. Fight with his delegated power. Don't just be staring in the face of your enemies and let them be making noise over you and, 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 and occupying your space and encroaching into your sacredness and your holiness. Dare them. Fight with his delegated power. Psalm 108 verse 13. 108 13. Through God. It's always through God. Now unto him. That is the New Testament version. Through God, we in the conqueror space shall do valiantly. For he it is that shall tread down our enemies. That's what Jesus said. You will tread upon what? Serpents and scorpions. Fight with it. Artillery is for use. Release your firepower in a fight. How? Go on your knees and pray. Speak the word of God in all kinds of situations. Speak it. Speak the word. Line up behind the captain of your salvation and say, It is written. It is a fight. It is a sword of the spirit in your mouth. Say the word. I say, speak it. That's fighting. In your darkest moment, speak speak it when christians use what they have they will get what this what god says they will get and that's conquest straightforward so use the power of god use it against sin use it against satan use it to stay an overcomer in your conquering space finally forward with this demonstrable power forward it's a testament of perseverance. The New Testament is a testament of faith. Therefore, faith in his divine power. It's a testament of fellowship. Fellowship for his divine power. Be with God. In such times and at all times. Fight with delegated power. It's a testament of the saints at war. And forward. Because it's a testament of perseverance. Love it. Perseverance is part of our calling. Forward. We say we shall tread. Luke 19.10. Power is, listen, power is for going up the victory lane. Going up. The power of God is demonstrated when we go forward. If you stand still, power stands still like a shadow. You won't see much except you go forward. Go forward in winning souls. Don't say, I did it. It didn't work. Go forward. You prayed. You have not seen it. Keep praying. Press on. Don't just hit one time and sleep. It's for going up. The power of God is demonstrated when we go forward. There is no demonstration of power if we refuse to move forward. Red Sea will not part into two. Jordan will not part into two. Jericho walls will not fall. Goliath will not fall down dead if David does not advance. Jerusalem will remain Jerusalem. There will be no Samaria. 
Judea to the Atamos, if there is no movement, look up here. Let's move. Let's do what? Look at me. I said, let's do what? Amen. Some of you are too afraid. Too afraid. Forget about even the work of God for now, but which is very, very important. Some of you are afraid of so many things. Afraid. Afraid. So afraid. What if I move forward? What if you move forward? Why don't you move forward? Make a move. Attempt something. And we will accomplish great things and do greater works as we go forward. We don't faint with power. We move forward with power. We progress with power. Romans 15, 18, 19. That is how power works. Romans 15, 18, 19. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. What should become obedient in your life? Is it an issue that you should bring under the obedience of Christ? What is it? How does it happen? Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. So that from Jerusalem. Did you see that? From Jerusalem. You see all these little words in the Bible. From. From. Forward. From. May you move from. Move from your house. Move from your level. Move. Don't be afraid. You will not sink. You will cross over. Amen. Amen. Crossover is not only 31st. You understand what I'm saying? God never said 31st you cross over. It is by his power. But we did not cross the Red Sea on 31st night. It was by the power of God. So that from Jerusalem, from Jerusalem, so that from my house, so that from my state, so that from my place, so that from my spot, so that from where I am, and round about, unto, forward, with demonstrable power. Oh yes, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. I have fully lived life. I have fully fulfilled destiny. I have fully, 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 fully. The Lord grant you that testimony. By the experience of his power, be on your feet. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank him. Thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Your power. Your power. It's my privilege. I have the privilege of power. Oh yes. And I'm experiencing that power. By faith. By fellowship. By fighting. By moving forward. I experience it. I will do all these things. Make sure you are doing them. Take point one, do it. Point two, do it. Point three, do it. Point four, do the work. It will produce results. It will work. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Be bold and be strong. And do it.
in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God. Oh, yes, go ahead. Go ahead and pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.